0: We are in the house today, talking Roseanne's racist tweet and a lot more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You we are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week.
1: Black-
2: Hello. Drug dealing aside, goose right in the side. Let's have a heart to heart about your pride. Even though you're multi, I see that your soul don't look alive. The M's count different when baby divides the pie. weight. let's examine why your music for the past few years been angry and full of lies. I started at the home front, I'm on one. Dennis Graham, stay off the gram, bitch, I'm on one. You mentioned wedding ring like it's a bad thing. Your father walked away at five, hell of a dad thing. Marriage is. Something that Sandy never had, Drake. We let that like beat roll for a, for a second.
0: You know, that push a T right there. That, please, that diss track. Strong, I don't know if man. I should be I'm excited strong, about man. it or I feel like I need to take a step it's back and not really listen to it. Is it is good? Dope. Is it bad? And, I mean, you know,
1: it's good for a diss track. A I don't know, know if track. it's good for moral sensibilities. Right, that's what I'm saying.
0: I feel you on that. I might need to go see Jesus after listening to that track. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. I'm your host, Daryl Christie. Joining me today is Courtney Stewart.
1: Hey, y'all, I'm back.
0: And I have very <laughs> special guests with us today from the hit web series, Giants. I have James Blair with me and Vanessa Baden-Kelly in the house. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome,
1: welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you guys for
0: joining us. That was yes. good to be here. You know, what do you guys think about that track?
3: <laughs>
4: Alright, so I'm, I'm gonna Don't be honest. Thought. That was the first time I heard it. Okay. And so I of course I've seen all of the memes, you know, the internet has been buzzing about it. I just have not gotten around to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair. But, but uh that's fair.
0: The, You've been doing things like doing a hit web series. More you know, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, important things
3: do. in do. life. Yeah. I get it.
2: Guys, I love Drake. I really do, but it's gonna be Push and seven. Really? <laughs> push has got it. I mean lyrically he's just better. But but Drake is clever and all these wonderful things, but he's 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 a battle rapper and he came for the freaking jugular. He did oh, come for the jugular. Like all oh, of it.
4: Yeah, but I mean, Kanye produced it. Let's not too, forget so. what Drake did with uh back to back, you know, that's true. With, with the meat that's beef. True. The thing that I love about Drake, I think Drake has the ability to drop a diss track that still feels like something we want to bang in the club. Yeah. I get yeah. that. Something that's gonna continue to stay in rotation, you know, know, even after the beef is done. Yeah. So <laughs> I think Drake may come back. With uh, something.
2: Well, here's what I think. I think Drake shouldn't respond. And I know that's the unpopular thought. I agree with you. I think he shouldn't respond because Push is a battle rapper. Like, Meek ain't got nothing on Push.
0: I agree with that. And
2: Push is, like, fighting 50 Cent. There's no level of decency or morality. <laughs> like,
3: like they are coming to snatch your soul. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel the you know what I mean? No, like, yeah. they're
2: coming to snatch your soul. All they care about is winning. Exactly. Yeah. And so if you like dig up some stuff on Pusha T, that's not gonna hurt his career. Like, no. this is who he is. You dig up some stuff on Dre, and that'll hurt his, hurt his career. And his feelings. Right. But <I> like his 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 family don't care if he gets demolished in this they're still going to buy That's his true. stuff so just stuff. be
3: quiet. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, know, just just, weigh just pretend album. like it didn't even
2: happen. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Continue to
0: work on that album. Right. Right. We're going to get into that subject a little bit more but first we got some good stuff uh, that Courtney's
3: going to oh, bring us.
1: We got right. some stuff to oh, talk, talk about stuff. y'all. We got some good. stuff to talk about like okay so Tuesday morning I woke up you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> from a slightly red meat and alcohol infused coma for so a few <laughs> My hours.
0: My favorite type of day. Because you
1: know we had Memorial Weekend we had Memorial Day off we was partying doing our thing waking up on Tuesday thinking we just going to go to work. You know start doing our life and then suddenly all over the internet Roseanne Barr on some bullshit y'all and ABC (laughs) before my noon lunch had came down with the axe it says sis Roseanne that show you thought you had girl Shannon Dungie said she's the ABC president said no nah, baby we done we done <laughs> so most of y'all know by now it's Thursday because that was Tuesday we were stressed out Tuesday morning like what happened how in the world whatever I ain't even got to Twitter yet before I found out that yeah, it, it was yeah. over for the woman yeah. so it turned out she had uh, typed up a little tweet talking about some more nonsense. It wasn't new news for most of y'all that know anything about Roseanne Barr. She said some real racist-ish about uh, Valerie Jarrett, who was a part of Obama's uh, White House. And I'm not going to repeat it because it doesn't deserve repeating. But it was inappropriate. It was disgusting. And ABC agreed. And it was crazy, though, because this was the biggest show Mm -hmm. last year or this past season.
0: Because reboots aren't getting these type of numbers.
1: I mean, she got 18 million viewers on their debut and by the time it was, uh, the show closed a few episodes later, it started again in March and it closed in May and it closed with 10 million viewers. So, that was literally ABC and Disney being like, oh, that's a whole lot of money throw it down the toilet, girl. We believe in non-racial nonsense and we are not going to support that ish. So a lot of
2: us was proud and excited and happy for ABC, but I'm still shocked. I feel like I my wig's too. still over there. I am too. Because remember they snatched that episode of Black. Black-ish. Yes. And that's so what everybody I wants really to talk didn't about. Think yeah. that not this would have been their response. Yeah. I'm shocked.
0: But you're also messing with a newly, freshly newly appointed black, Sure. president yeah. of entertainment. But
1: she was in place even when the she Black was episode she was pulled. Was. I feel like she had to save face and be yeah, like, no, nah, I, can't, I can't let this I can't ride. let both of these yeah. things
3: happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I
0: mean, but this is... it. I can't lie to you the other night or that night Tuesday night I was listening or watching uh, Roseanne's tweets because mm-hmm. she said she was going to get off of Twitter she after a crazy tweet, did a she? tweet she, she kept, kept tweeting <laughs> yeah. people were going in because it was like a war blamed it on the goose. She blamed, <laughs> it on <laughs> the she blamed it on the ambient blamed it yeah. on the she did, said, then she said, me, girl. then she said <laughs> that she, <laughs> said that she <laughs> didn't know that she was black you yeah. know? <laughs> I'm like really didn't on. she She didn't
3: know she was black she said she didn't know she was black
4: she said I would have yeah. never said that. And then she got anybody. on Twitter and she said, uh, don't defend me. Yeah. You know, what yeah. I've done is, uh, is horrible. And, uh, you know, I guess she was taking accountability for it. And she didn't want people to defend her. However, she kept retweeting people defending her. Like, yes, she, she did. did. She <laughs> did. Yes, it was bizarre. Did. And somebody yes. was like, do you not know that we can see what you You're retweet? Right, right, girl. right. Like, that's somebody come team <laughs> she like, to She was like, oh, just
1: my people that like me to get <laughs> yeah, to CO's. see them." That's yeah. okay. That's okay. <laughs> well... well a whole bunch of people out of jobs, so... so I know, that's like, the thing. There's a there's a lot of back and forth kind of about that yeah. because for those of you guys that don't understand the Hollywood life, uh, basically, this show was... Their writer's room had just started, like, mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yeah. And so those people that took that job as writers for this next season turned down whatever. They Same. didn't take other jobs. So now most of the shows are staffed and those people are definitely out of work Absolutely. and including obviously the yeah. crew and things that would come back. So it's a
2: lot of jobs lost also unfortunately. I have no opinion on it to be honest but I've seen quite a few like think pieces about people where people are saying you knew you were working for a racist so I don't have any empathy yeah. for yeah. you losing your job. True that. And there's yeah. like a part of me that's kind of like hey.
4: Yeah. You know, I saw an article that was saying that uh, the network, ABC and Disney, may still be on the hook for tens of millions of of dollars, I guess as a result of contracts. Um, So it sounds like it's still going to be a loss. Uh, yeah. but at least some folks still may be compensated sure as a result yeah and it's a lot of conversation going back and forth too because some there were
0: rumors that maybe they would continue with the show without Roseanne but I think that would be kind of weird, yeah. Yeah, yeah, super weird. Uh, I, I feel like just I think they the should show. do it just the because it please
1: me <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. they just need to call it the con. Yeah, yeah, half her, saying, her accidentally died doing something like yeah, oops, nah, and yeah. see
0: Throw what the they whole can do because
4: the, whole the baby show was problematic
0: anyway. So, yeah. but I do applaud some of her key cast. Um, uh, you know, obviously Wanda Sykes was very key in leaving very early on, and, and she was she was instrumental in this going down. Not early, but on. The, well, not early, early on, <laughs> but I mean when it all hit the fan. And then, but her other cast, right. <laughs> she
1: tweeted like an hour. <laughs> right. Oh, I I mean, mean, I'm not gonna yeah, do I'm this
0: show no more. Well, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Uh, so you're not feeling Wanda on yeah, this? Look.
1: Yeah, yeah, Girl, yes. you, know, you just <laughs> had no, about no, no, don't I'm hide exactly. it now don't hide your comment now exactly. I'm not trying to hide nothing I'm just saying I ain't trying to judge nobody for the decisions they make in their own life I don't have but to pay her bills her. I ain't got to take care of her kids I don't have to so I don't know why <laughs> I, I, I have questions as to why she was ever even a part of the show mhm but okay, <laughs> all right, okay, okay. Well, and I'm not even against the lot that went on on the show. I actually think the show conceptually was a good idea to come back because I do think it sure. showed something that maybe we needed to see. I think I would have done it a little different, but that's on me.
0: Okay, but let me ask you guys the question because it's always sometimes easy for us to be on the outside and give our opinion about this. But you, working actors, if you knew that you had a boss who had, as we know, very different political views, we have, we haven't known Roseanne as racist per se. Yeah, we or,
3: have.
2: I'm sorry, y'all. She did a Nazi <laughs> photo
1: with cookie. <Bert> <laughs> okay, okay, well, yeah, yeah. okay, I Okay, about
2: that. You Having about different that. political <laughs> views is one thing, and I think that was <laughs> if 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 we agree, yeah. I think that was the beautiful thing about the Rosie. Exactly, Andrew, who, and I think a lot of us in the media who maybe sway, or even in the nation who sway a different way, needed to see that 100%. because we're like bombarded with Modern Family, right? And, yeah, and right. things like that. And I listen. Let me let me preface this by saying. <laughs> fuck Donald Trump, right? <laughs> we don't said, say his name said, on the show, girl. not <laughs> well, yeah. Tell us let how let you really girl. feel about nice. oh, this. That's big But, <laughs> you got to think of like all the family, sh- family shows that are on air right now, they don't speak the language of most of America. That's though. true. You yeah. know yeah. what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so, if there were any real reason, which I don't all the way agree with, but if there were any real reason that people felt like they were in flyover states, yeah. it's because of problematic programming like that where yeah. this modern family doesn't look like right. most of the yeah. Midwest. Doesn't right. look like the South, for sure. For, sure. Yeah. for sure. So we needed a Roseanne. Um, one, so they could shut up and like they could see themselves, <laughs> but also because we needed to get back in touch with that. For L.A. Sure. And Hollywood is a bubble. It's just, they just Swung well, they just way
1: unfortunately the, right. the the head of the show being Roseanne is a problematic human being, sure. right?
0: That's true. Always, so. a, it always has been. To, you know, to an extent. I mean, let's go back extent. to the what national anthem that she's saying. Yeah, that well, was you know people you know. were upset about that. And, and
1: sometimes you can you know chalk it up to oh she's trying to get attention and she's right. doing all this stuff. But at a certain point, it's like girl, you like seventy to sixty five. That's who, that's who like you list. are. Uh, I and think that's this is is in you. New world. This is yeah. it for
4: her. I think this is. I think this is it.
1: Oh no, y'all, because I was watching Fox News don't
4: people i could see you coming back as like a commentator on a show kind of like the talk or you know mm-hmm. you don't see it um, I don't know if we're going to be here for it anymore with her. She's going to be
1: at the Fox Breakfast Club. And, and she what got her and yeah, Fox, so. Fox oh and Fox and Friends. And Fox, Fox and, 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 and Friends. Or whatever. But I do Fox commend and some and of homies.
0: her cast members mm-hmm. who spoke against her. Uh, I don't remember his name, but the young boy who plays DJ. Or he's a man now, played DJ. Yeah. Uh, she went in on him on Twitter as well because yeah. he spoke about how he does not condone bigotry. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, people need to do what's right. And then she went on to him saying basically like, you know, my show was, was not basically about that. It was about opening up the envelope to different topics you know me you know way to throw me under the bus but I was like
1: Girl, you, just, you threw yourself. Uh, you yeah. ran. Under
0: you the ran. Bus. Look, you drove yourself <laughs> point, under the bus and ran yourself the over. over up. Yeah, yourself, yeah. No like yeah. That, yeah. The was, yeah,
1: yeah. I was, you know, yeah. Shout out to ABC. Shout out to Shout ICM out who dropped yeah. her as agent. Quickly and all very very the people quickly. that did not support what she did. You hit them where it the end, counts and the money. It gave me hope in some humanity, which I don't often have when we do this show. So we're gonna move on to the new hope for humanity. Oh God, is this in the corporate world? Starbucks and their assistivity training. Oh, boy.
3: Well, you know we
1: talked about it before, so we had to come back because they did it, and we wanted to know, well, what exactly did they do? Like, what did they have planned, and how did this all go down? So, on Tuesday, while Roseanne was exploding in Hollywood, Starbucks around the country was doing their (laughs) four-hour training session that it rolled out for its employees, (laughs) and basically, here are some of the things that Starbucks did. (laughs) Starbucks commissioned a short film by award-winning documentarian Stanley Nelson about race in America. Mm. The film is available online if you guys would like to check it out. It's for free, and in fact, all of the Starbucks materials are available online somewhere, which I have not found yet, but I did find the short film. So the short film was basically lots of people of color talking about how much it sucks to go into a store and be followed, how much it sucks to go into a store and have the ladies call you out even though you ain't doing nothing. Um, Lots of white people responded that attended the training and said, oh my God, that must be a really heavy burden to bear. I can't believe you guys have to go through that. Um, They went on and showed a few other videos. In fact, Common was in one of the videos um, talking about race again in America and racial anxiety and implicit bias. And then they had conversations afterwards, (laughs) which is very important, apparently, in sensitivity training. The thing that was really interesting is that it was not a requirement for all Starbucks employees. It was voluntary. So, (laughs) I ain't got no numbers on how many people actually showed up to the training, but (laughs) of According to Starbucks, all of their employees got an invite and were encouraged to attend. Now I'm gonna just ask one little question: In America, you had <clears throat> Memorial Weekend, and then you had Tuesday where you could or could, could not, not go, to- go to sensitivity training. <sighs> what do you think most I'll, of those I'll, I'll employees? Been, I'll, I'll, did? I, know that. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that either. So that was M- NPR reported that. So unless they made that up, I found it, I'm a, they were a pretty decent source. They said it was voluntary um basically um in the end the chairman of starbucks his name is howard schultz he says he talked about this moment for starbucks as extremely transformative and uh then there was some sociological people that was like bruh no you know what sorry this ain't gonna do anything in fact Frank Dobbins, who teaches sociology at Harvard University, said, training virtually never has an effect on people's bias. And it's partly because bias is based on a lifetime of experiences with the media and with real life. Mm -hmm. Benefits tend to be short-lived. What works better, he says, is more diverse hiring at the management level. Mm -hmm. And the lady that uh, came up with Starbucks trainings, uh, the uh, curriculum for it, she basically said, we are aware. Like, we're not thinking that we're going to change the world in four hours. But if anything, we're trying to make people think about it and give them a few tools to do better. Okay. So there you go, guys. That's what Starbucks had did as but, the example for corporate America moving forward.
0: Did you see some of the questions though that were being asked? And it was weird. It was yeah. like, when were you first identifying with your ra- racial identity, and 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 just very specific, weird questions. And they, like, a I, lot
2: of people said they were more targeted at the people of color. Yeah. Than they were at, yeah. So
0: I'm like, who wrote those questions up? I still feel like we don't. Qu- they don't quite get it yet. You know, what I mean, it's not quite. Of course, understood. they don't
1: quite get it. There's no get corporate America trying to tell <laughs> I, I, but there is black executives there
3: but there's
0: black but here's my thing it's gotta go through a layer of red tape there are black people looking at these questions as well Under the, um, there's black exe- executives and management there
1: you know what I just rather them have like a black person like black group of people that go around and like you know check in the stores like when they have secret shoppers and stuff and then when white people do stupid shit just put a sign on them and say you suck
3: You've oh, they up. got like they <laughs> Just <laughs> keep
1: <laughs> doing it. Like in you get a, your yes, And you got just <laughs> like you got exactly you have to wear it, like the scarlet letter all
2: the time. The
4: <laughs> exactly. junk
3: is you or, said the scarlet letter. What
4: about if you know how the health department uh, gives? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: they're great. Uh, that's uh, great. <laughs> yeah, that's, you right. that's you an mean, initiative. We can yeah, start let's
0: start that. We start a BHM right now. Yes.
1: <laughs> you have to post that <laughs> in your window.
2: But you know what? I will give Starbucks their credit for is that they tried to do anything at all. They did there's a Martin Luther King quote that I'm going to completely butcher and so I'll just, you know, paraphrase is that he says that it is the job of white Americans to unlearn all the things that they have learned and few, if any, have ever decided to even attempt to and they said that's what the basis of white supremacy is built on, the fact that they think they have to learn so little so I give them their propers for being like Hey, we got a lot to learn. And yeah. if they attack it wrong, they just learn one more way that it, they wrong. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? that's but, more than a lot of people are doing. Yeah,
4: because I guess the, the bar is low. That's true. The main thing was Starbucks knew they had to do something. Yes. yes. Um, and I guess the big question is, if not this, then I guess what uh, beyond, of course, uh, getting rid of that employee who who called the police. Yes. Um, I don't know, I know. I've heard a lot of folks say that this particular incident is isolated. Um, I don't know if Starbucks has a history of this type of behavior behavior or, uh, you know, things happening within the stores. Uh, So that would be a big question that, you know, I would have is, you know, what are some suggestions for what Starbucks could have done, you know, beyond this day of diversity or inclusion training?
1: For one, make it mandatory. Yeah, because as far as I, I'm aware, true. I didn't know it was I, I assumed it would be mandatory yeah, if you're it. making yeah. this, this big movement. Sure. And as far as I'm aware, Starbucks is not franchise; it's still no. owned yeah. by one bro. It is mm-hmm. so from a corporate structure point of view, you could have made that mandatory sure. for everybody, yep. and would it have done a lot? Maybe not. But if it does anything, it annoys people, and they're like, "Well, hell, I'm not going to be." calling this guy that looks Hispanic Pedro just because I feel like it and being funny yeah. on his cup because right. I don't want to have to go back to sensitivity training right. so yeah, yeah. I don't know there, that, that little thing would have made me feel that much better that about much better. With yeah. 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 it
0: yeah. I hear yeah.
3: that
0: well maybe this also starts a cycle where other companies you know other restaurants will be fearful of not you know not letting their employees have this type of opportunity yeah. to do things you know because it you know one it takes one to make other changes so I, I, I agree with you it Starbucks has started the cycle, so at least we can start there. Yeah, we got to start start somewhere. somewhere. It'll be be
1: interesting to see how it evolves, being that like we've been doing sexual harassment training since the '80s, I believe, and we see how well that worked out.
0: Yeah, well. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Courtney, is there anything else? I'm so story? positive Sam. I'm sorry. I don't I just, really know how to
3: end These that are the one. things that happen <laughs> in my Transition. brain, because I'm
1: like, if we've been doing that for 40 years, yeah. and this is the best we've come up with, and now we're just now tackling racism, essentially, that has ingrained in ways that we can't even begin to talk about because we don't even acknowledge they exist to begin with, then how are we going to do it again?
2: I can't believe yeah. it's
3: 2018.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wow, yeah. Yeah. This is it's America.
3: Sorry, guys. This is America. this is America. Woo, woo, but all we're right. excited. Cause
0: we're <laughs> <laughs> Not the sound effect. On that note, we're going to move on to our ER Web Stories Spotlight of the Week.
1: Magic, magic, magic,
0: magic, magic. So um, in the world of hip-hop beef, uh, there's a new twosome that I've been fighting, Drake and Pusha T. I don't know, we talked about the track a little bit earlier because we started the show with it. So Pusha T is not hearing any of, uh, any things about Drake right now. He had a new track called uh, Adi, Adidon uh, The story of Adidon And basically in that track He's dissing Drake In many ways Calling him a Debbie father Says he has a son With a French porn star And one of the most Controversial things about it He's using an image Of Drake in blackface and drake was not happy about that (laughs) at all um and you know i feel like drake also gets a lot of bad rap with a lot of things but we'll get into that a little bit later but so drake addressed the image he said everyone is enjoying the circus but wanted to i want to clarify the photo this was not from a clothing brand shoot off my career this was from 2007 a time in my life where i was an actor and i was working on a project that was about young black struggling actors trying to get roles being stereotyped and typecast the photo represents how african-americans were once wrongly portrayed in entertainment so i mean he's also created his own kind of disc track back at push a t uh it's called duppy freestyle where he's comparing Pusha a t to a faded autograph um you guys heard the track you've seen kind of what's going on back and forth what are your thoughts on everything I, I know you like, Vanessa, I'm I know started, you got something. I'm starting
2: everything with like a heavy side in <laughs> <and laughs> a sort of like, new like suite. Yeah. Oh man. Um so just taking it piece by piece, I think Push is gonna win this lyrically. I just think he is. Okay. Um, and that's not to say anything about Drake's sure. ability on the mic, because he's obviously extraordinarily talented, very clever. I just think Push is built to be a battle rapper. Like, that's just what he is. Yeah. Um, he'll eat your children. He, he will <laughs> eat your children. <laughs> um, he and, uh, and also, that's kind of like, you know, if you find out that Pusha T is a deadbeat dad, you're just like, oh, damn, Push. And right. then you keep moving past right, it. Right. And right. If Drake is a deadbeat dad that tarnishes this, like, kind of shiny image that right. he yes, has. Yes, he said yeah. he bought her mess bags for exactly all the, for the wife you he's do going to like playing put up a video here. Yeah. and then you can't you take know? it and you're not taking care of your kid <laughs> yes. so there's more to lose for drake yeah um, and I also feel like Drake's career is has already eclipsed and will continue to eclipse pushes. Mm-hmm. And so this will just be a blip for him. And yeah. he just needs to bow out yeah, yeah, and yeah. just allow this thing to pass. He doesn't lose any cred anywhere. Nobody thought he was hard. No way. Exactly. Like, like just,
0: like, <laughs> we, knew, like, yeah, we knew. We, yeah, we, we saw bro, Degrassi high yeah. or junior exactly. high or whatever. Yeah, we, yeah,
2: we, um, we, knew. we knew. But as far <laughs> as the blackface thing, I got into a couple of Facebook arguments about that today because while I don't think that blackface would ever be my chosen method of artistic protest sure. um, and, I, and I totally understand people's thoughts, some people are like there is no appropriate time for blackface whether you're black or white yeah. I, I completely understand and I would almost go to say I agree with that I think a I bamboozled I, and, yeah, yeah. and that was, they were ultimately trying to make the same point point. Yeah. and we kind of gave it, I mean we didn't kind of, we gave it a pass yeah. and so if what Drake is saying is true that that's what these photos were it does contextually change what their purpose was. Yeah. And now people are starting to argue, well, he's not black. And I'm like, so, so, Barack wasn't either? <sighs> yeah. Because I this am. is the same damn mix, and y'all yeah. see well, Drake dead. that's the case, have <laughs> <Yeah>. a, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people ain't
0: black. He dude. real that's Negro. That is <laughs> really yeah. a Negro. He's
1: 100% Negro.
2: He walking around in do and zoops yes. and, yeah. and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and yeah.
3: With the sash and the Crocs and the... And so
2: yeah but, yeah, but that's it. I just I, so the whole blackface thing, um, I totally get what push was doing, and he did start a riot yes. <laughs> um, but I don't think that that's the thing that we need to jump on Drake about. that's my personal opinion. <laughs> Um, especially if we are, if you're somebody who considers bamboozled a little sure. piece of art. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then now when Drake's blackness came into question, that's when I got a little up in arms, you're, you're and like I don't really like care who wins. Right. But yeah. I was like, you ain't about to call this man not black all yeah, of a yeah. sudden. Right. right.
4: Mm-hmm. Agreed. I agree. I think everything Vanessa said is absolutely right. I think Drake is going to ultimately have to take the L, in particular on that photo, because I definitely understand the explanation, and I, I get it. It's noble, Thank you for doing that, brother. But the photo was still—it's still, yeah, it's, it's still blackface. Right. and it's—it's it's gonna be a meme all over the internet. You're not gonna be able to say, do anything to, you know, live that or to put that down. Uh, but man, just continue to work on the album, brother. Like the the singles that you have dropped have been phenomenal. Absolutely. Continue to do that. Drop a, a a banging album, and we'll keep it moving.
2: He wins if he has one track on his yeah. album. Talking about how hard fatherhood and his journey to fatherhood has been. That's exactly where I was going. I'm like, I just wrote one song that you let me
1: know that that baby ain't sitting there wondering who his daddy
2: is.
0: Technically, he's still denying. well, that's see, that's the, the
2: point. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he According can clear that PMT, up. They still haven't done a DNA test. Well, that's the point. Right. He could have done a DNA test them. by now. That
1: baby was born in October. Yeah. You could have had your DNA test well. and then saying that,
2: that ain't my son. And we'll be like, all right,
3: see we
2: knew. <laughs> right. But also, I don't know if y'all remember because I'm an avid TMZ reader, which I'm not ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> this story broke last, last year. It last year. Yeah. yeah. So, and nobody yeah. cared to no. push brought no. it up. So, and obviously this, this, this project existed before this because Push was able to get his hands on it and nobody cared and that's why I'm just like Dre, bruh, just let it go because nobody cared before they won't care next week. He's just
1: selling his album because the Whitney picture wasn't enough and he's got a lot more
2: attention And that's honestly the most disrespectful shit. Like, that's the only reason I'm like Push
0: you
4: just don't even care, <laughs> bro yeah I mean that Listen, you that's his his
1: like, concern no, was, I think
2: I took too far his <laughs> was like I ain't got 80k but if Kanye gonna pay for it alright bro that, that was your concern that was your yeah. only concern yeah. creatively you weren't like Ooh. well I do that's feel like choice. I know push because all of us feel like we know push and no malice like the the clips were like a really big deal and everybody can do the grinding beat with a pencil on a desk (laughs) at school like (laughs) those are my cousins and I just want to sit them down and be like bruh They have to do that little light boy like
3: yeah.
0: that. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no. mean, I think Dre is going to continue to win, like you said. I think Behind. he's just an easy target. I mean, we, you know, he's been targeted for a long time, but he still keeps bringing out the hits, and we know his talent. And that the grassy high is going to haunt him for the rest of his life because yeah. I think that's always going to take away <laughs> a little bit his street cred. But he doesn't
3: but need, but he doesn't he need it. He I don't think he needs
0: it either. But that's he's, why I think the, he's essentially
1: the, the, a pop star yeah, at this point. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, I agree. But I
0: think star. that the other rappers come at him because of that. Oh, that, and, that's their so, nugget
1: and that's care. his project yeah. masculinity that he worried about that, he was, that ain't got nothing to do with and, no and unfortunately
0: clear. in the hip hop world we notice it's like about your street cred and
2: you're not hip hop I think it used he, to be that I think that it has transformed tremendously because like low key look Yachty I mean,
0: like, wait, I, to, I mean, look, you shut me down. you like, right so, yeah. I'll just shut the hell up. You're right about that. You, you want an
2: argument. <laughs> nobody cares. Any, I don't want to say nobody cares. We care. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. We care. But right. the audience isn't. To be fair, like, Drake's. Audience probably cares more about the baby than they do about the black kids because the majority that's of his audience isn't up. black. Yeah. That is true. So, yeah. like, they're like just like, oh my God, I love you. You. Like, how you do You have this
1: baby. See, they could dismiss it last year because it's like, that could have been groupy. We don't know. She's exactly. a porn star. We don't know who baby that is. But now that you that's still true. don't know if it's your baby or not, that's a problem. That's a problem. So all the memes are making me their nice. soul. The memes are
0: always happy. the
1: best. The internet
3: sitting <laughs> my life <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs>
0: the internet's have also blown up about this next story About Kim K visiting uh, Mr. <clears throat> Donald Trump The president right now So uh, apparently Which I didn't know this Maybe you guys did But Kim K met with Trump To discuss prison reform I didn't know she was an activist in, About this uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, You know what You learn something every day in the news uh, Thank God to TMZ For letting us break that story uh, So Trump they met this week and Trump tweeted great meeting with Kim Kardashian today talked prison reform and sentencing. Uh she replied, I would like to thank President Trump for his time this afternoon. It is our hope that the president wins uh, uh will grant clemency to Miss Alice Marie Johnson who is Serving a life sentence for the first time for a nonviolent drug offense. She's a, if you guys don't know, she's a 63-year-old grandmother who is, has been in prison since 1996. First time drug offense uh, and is never getting paroled. So, you know, that was the big debate about this whole story. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that this is a publicity stunt for Ms. Kim K? Or do you think that she really, truly, sincerely believes in this prison reform?
2: I'm gonna let y'all go first because I got a dissertation. I, I feel
0: like I might. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like I need to throw some water on you. She like, <laughs> she
2: already shaking. She this like, she, like, she, ready, she, ready, need more she ready to go. Um, um,
1: all right, I all tried. Right. I tried real hard to okay. see the positive of this. Um, if if she wants to help this grandma get out of prison, <laughs> then I, you know, obviously we need some prison reform. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting that prison reform for her is this single grandmother this, being right. granted clemency and from what i can see of the case maybe not the star case i would have taken on i don't know all the details but from what i understand she was in a coke ring these ain't just <laughs> like some you know like some kids <laughs> that like had an ounce of weed right, and right. like got put up but i understand the theory of like it's your first offense it's it was nonviolent. Yeah, like why is she yes. in for life for life i i, think I, that's I understand that fine um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what Wendy Williams said today on the show. She said um, she thinks that Kim is bored with all of her money and unhappy or frustrated in her marriage and needs to channel her energy somewhere. And if she wants to channel her energy into possibly getting prison reform, and if Donald Trump is going to listen to her and perhaps get his Department of Justice moving in the opposite direction of where they're moving right now see that's why it don't make no
3: sense
0: (laughs) cause like I saw it spinning in your head but but (laughs) that's
1: my point like that's why that's why I can't fully receive it I'm trying to honor what she's doing but like it, it goes against everything that the White House is already saying that they're doing the, the, but yet yeah. you're con- so I just I, I think it's bullshit and it pisses me off and I'm annoyed in that stupid ass yeah. picture and okay I don't support what the New York Post did the but Trump, I laughed like Trump, crazy Trump meets with wrong is Trump that what you Trump mean? Wrong. Oh no is no, no. I was talking Trump about Kim Jong Un and oh. um, the Only Kim or something like <laughs> yeah. that yeah, 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 yeah. I laughed but it's wrong it wasn't nice it, was wrong. <laughs> it wasn't wrong it just wasn't nice but anyway whatever I'm done I don't I, I refuse I said months ago I was never gonna talk about the Kardashians again You did. Yeah, she actually
0: true story she actually texted me last night she said do you want this Kim K story because I'm about to give you another story
1: I want to talk I, about I Serena Williams and her, her too, because I would be trying to end the show on a positive <laughs> note <laughs> and, and I she said, came uh, back I and was she won the end. French Open or ran her thing and that's what I was trying to talk but he wanted to talk about I want wanted K. to
0: give Kim K. a little bit of credibility
4: so okay. I, 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 I wanted to talk mean,
0: about the story. You
1: know
4: but you know what? We can maybe circle back because Serena also just launched her clothing line. Sure. If you saw it. the tweet she put out, mm-hmm. you know, saying how it was a real struggle. So maybe we can kind of like circle back to Yeah, her. Listen,
2: yeah. guys. Uh, I wanted to end on black. The,
4: <laughs> Some black excellence. The,
2: the, the Kardashian clan, which now Kanye is a Kardashian. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, he yeah. um, The Kardashian clan are just, they're emotionally manipulative people. They're like, they're manipulators, and I'm now beginning to believe that they're evil. Um, Ooh, wow. Like, straight up. They. They, and I don't know if they do it consciously consciously, I don't think but they, they, i I don't think they do it consciously like I don't think like they have like some like they're some right they they're too self absorbed they don't have like no get out stuff in yeah. the basement, right, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but like they they prey on black culture when they're called out on it, they so viciously defend themselves that they're not they're not even open to hearing how they could be affecting things. They almost strike me as the white women who think that they're better than black women. Yes. Okay. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the ones that are like, no, a guy is definitely going to pick me over his black girlfriend because I'm yeah, me. Sure. They, they, They strike me as that. I don't know them. That's unfair. Yes, but that's true. what they strike me as. I think that's really interesting what Wendy Williams said. I think mm-hmm. that that's a, a real possibility. But the way this all worked in my head, and actually I put before, when as soon as they announced that Kim Kardashian was going to meet with President Trump, I put on my Facebook, oh, she's going to ask for... She's going to ask for him to pardon Centoya and Alice Johnson uh, because she's tweeted about that, which was great. She has a lot of followers. And a lot of people were tweeting about it at the time. But one, at least with Centoya, it's not a federal case. (laughs) So it wasn't... So I'm glad to hear that she didn't talk about that because I would have been like, you damn dummy. But, (laughs) but, But nonetheless, what it all seems like to me is after everything that happened with Kanye and... That and Donda's house and all the stuff that blew up last week, it became abundantly clear that all of the things that people have continued to try to tout about Kanye as still being this giver back to Chicago and to the people became clear that he is not that right. anymore yeah, and somebody put him on show. Yeah. And I felt like this was trying to clean that up. Yeah. And I don't even feel like it was Kanye trying to clean it up. I felt like it was Kim. Kim. Mm-hmm. Because Kim's tired. Chris. Right. Yeah. Well, Chris I don't dinner. even know. I feel like Kim is tired of the bad press. Because I feel like she's in competition with Beyonce. Another conspiracy theory. (laughs) But so I feel like she went there with the best intentions, but that's so shitty that that's what your best Best intention is. And you don't understand how little you know Mm -hmm. that you don't, that you think you're like, well, I'm a celebrity, so I can go in here and get this done, that you don't find that problematic. And I feel like at the end of the day, if anything does happen, the Kardashian clan is going to look at us and say, we got your girl released. And we're not going to respond the way they want us to. And they're going to think we're ungrateful. Right. And my husband actually had a really great analogy. He was like, it's like if you were in a domestic violence relationship. And then, you you know, this person is kicking your ass, kicking your kid's ass. And then all of a sudden, your kid needs a kidney. And they give your kid a kidney. And they're like, so you going to leave me now? Right. And they're still beating your ass. And you're just like... I'm not ungrateful but I kind of am and I feel like it's all manipulative and I kind of hate them now like I've been like indifferent James knows Kanye was in my head like my best friend for years and I've been kind of low key like man bruh I was sad for him now I'm like very pop.
0: Okay, well, let me ask you do you think you, you don't think that we're a little hard on them because they're only as famous as we make them? You know what I mean? Like, we keep them
3: Okay, many I we, feel
0: not right. heavy, not Let's we. We right as, a now, people, okay? as a people, <laughs> that's why I said, not the four people in this
2: studio, <laughs> right. but we
0: as a people are interested in the Kardashians and keep think them
2: relevant. We, as in black people, that keep them going. I think <laughs> white women love them. And I think there's a certain subsection of Hispanic women and, and women of other races because they're kind I mean, you can't Y'all might deny. I think some of them are beautiful. Like some of them, oh. look at his face. Oh, on the, uh, the, you mean the Kardashians? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they're I, beautiful. Yes. They're rich. They live.
1: It's like I some, used to enjoy yeah. the card. I don't. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Find, I was a fan. I watched the show. I it went a little left when everybody's sure. lives was going whatever. But in the beginning, I enjoy yes, the houses like and the purses and yeah, the shopping and the, the hair and makeup.
2: Like it's great. And you know, Kim changed the face of makeup. Yeah, yeah. like there's a lot of They have changed pop culture, but they also offer. A certain sub Drake's audience—they offer Drake's right, audience this right. idea where you can have black proximity, but you yeah. don't have to be black. Yeah, and they don't acknowledge that. And they don't—the problem is they it. don't acknowledge it. Every time something
1: happens, if they—and I mean, the fact that something keeps happening, whether it's they got T-shirts with Tupac cor- and Big on it, or cornrows, corn corn and, 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 and the fact that they just yeah. pretend like it never happened, or don't so, yeah, or the fact that it keeps happening. Which means you're choosing to do con-
2: it. Or do you think that they just feel
0: uncomfortable it. in in that manner? If you
2: feel uncomfortable talking about it, you shouldn't have They'll it as a part it. of your life. Absolutely, I agree with that. I- Meet her are soul sister. I think For real. so. Like You <laughs> it- shouldn't be able to I you think so. do so. Don't do it.
0: What's up, James? Or What's up, bro? It? How you doing? You good? You good? <laughs> you good? I'm Yo, good. Man. Good see you today, bro.
2: No, but that's what even with her Even with her meeting with the president... I mean, sure, it would be great, right? Yeah. But you haven't systematically changed anything. You just and you don't have a plan to. And you yeah. don't have a plan to. You're yep. not meeting with people who are doing this day in and day out, like the Innocence Project, or like my or. I mean, that's true. Or, or you're not doing the work. You're, you're doing something to put yourself a pat on the, on the back and say, mm-hmm. "I like black people too. My kids are black."
4: Yep. You're not doing anything sustainable, and I think that's the thing, and that's the thing that I typically look for because we we do find that you know celebrities will. Uh, lean on their celebrity in the sense of they have the ability to get in these rooms and to have these meetings. But, uh, it's not a sustainable type of initiative, a program that, uh, and even if this woman does get pardoned, that's great. You know, if, you know, one person is saved. But I think, And the totality of it, um, particularly when you look at folks who are doing the work day in, day out, that's where the attention should go. And really, that's what you should be aligning yourself with. And it's kind of like when Trump was taking these meetings with, you know, like Steve Harvey or you could tell that it was all for publicity's sake. And he wasn't meeting with the folks who were on the ground, who were doing the work and who could uh, effectuate real change within the communities.
2: If Kim walked into that room with some folks from the Innocence Project or she walked into that room with some folks that are, that are on the ground some District Court of Appeals people some people Somebody, have been working on this anybody. I would be like you know what
0: then that would Maybe be you good. Know that's what, what she's mean? she her opened energy, the door,
2: you know? and she let these people come in because they knew they would meet with her. So she was like, "Let <laughs> me let you talk to the people." She didn't do that. She went in there so she could get a victory.
0: That's true. She yeah. went in with. Sean, well, listen, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna move on because oh, we we, we want to get not? some <laughs> questions from <with> you guys. <laughs> <because, look, laughs>
1: we're gonna keep talking about <laughs> it. Clearly, but, they but,
0: got um, their publicity. <laughs> we're gonna put, get more publicity for your show, the I Giants. Giants. There we go. That's what we're talking about. Giants. All right, we got a quick little clip we want to play you guys for you guys right now of the show.
2: Most people think of birthdays as a time to have a big celebration, but what if you took your birthday as an opportunity to truly ask yourself, where is it that I'd like to see myself over the coming year? So where do you see yourself, Malachi? Yo, rise and
4: baby. I got three clients for you to service today. My dick is wild was with somebody last night, and wouldn't get up. There's some Viagra in the cabinet. If I'm limp Olympic motherfucker, I gotta stayed at the Cork. I ain't good in a minute. Journey crash here? I don't know, Kyle. Where is she going to
2: sleep? She can crash on the couch. i sleep in the bed with you. Been a while, been a minute. Hey. You all right? I spilled chicken salad on my sister's floor, and she kicked me out of the house. Candace! Hey, let's go. That's not why she kicked me out of the house. It's just the icing on a really shitty cake that I've been baking for, like, the past month. It could have been worse, though. Could have gotten in my hair. Small victories. In this moment, I'm feeling good right now.
4: There's a part of me that feels like I can't fully accept myself until he does. Mm -hmm. Try to talk to him. Remember, you're you, whether he accepts you or not. Jodi, I need for you to find reasons to get up. Get out. Don't let this fear hold you back.
2: This whole season of life is just about second chances.
4: I have this reoccurring dream that I was running from something I couldn't see. And then last night, I dreamt that it finally caught me. So people are loving your show. You got
0: Emmy nominated, received six Indie awards. I mean, including best drama. What do you want people to take away from your show?
4: You know, I think mainly I want people to see themselves. The uh, main message in season two is that some giants you slay and others you tame. And so we all have a giant. We all have something that is standing between us and our destiny. You have to identify it. um, And whether you slay it or you tame it, you have to deal with it in order to move forward and become the fullness of who you were meant to be. What about you? Yeah. So you like, that. <laughs> She's
3: like, I like <laughs> that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Like that. What that nigga said. What <laughs> he said? <laughs> How you yeah. now,
0: now I know that there's a lot of uh, a lot of talent involved in this show yeah. and uh, you know, this is one of those ones that I, that I really wanted to promote here because I think everybody should be watching. I think it's a For very sure. important show, especially with what we were talking about today. This is very important <laughs> of our times. I know it focuses a lot on millennials, but I think that anyone can relate to this show. Um, what's been your favorite part and enjoyment on working with the show?
4: Working with friends. You know, yeah. Vanessa and I are our, our best friends. We've known each other since college. And so it's really a joy uh, to go to work and be able to work with people that you know and love. But to receive these accolades and be able yeah. to go to the Emmys with my dog.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me story real
2: quick. So James and I arrived there. And we do we do the, the the red carpet, and you know it's it's our first time ever doing yeah. something on that level, yeah. especially mm-hmm. being like nominated, sure. which was amazing. And so we're also trying to glean information because you know we're completely independent. Um, there there were like brand sponsorships, and there was money raised, but I mean. Uh, we we making it bad Definitely. you know what I mean yep. so we're walking and like all these people had like their publicists going before them and so James and I aren't getting any interviews because we don't have a publicist so James is like next year V we gonna get one of these pushy white ladies to come and get us <laughs> and so we, we we like basically breezed through the red carpet so me and my dog went and got told uh, know, area, you hear me it was like <laughs> it was like it was pretty food. we're James had two plates. We're, 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 we're in we're at we're I was duct taped into my dress so I couldn't <laughs> eat for real We went so I was to, drinking
4: we got to the bar I looked at the top shelf I saw y'all got Hennessy give me that, <laughs> that. I'm all about that yeah,
2: yeah.
0: now I know the show also speaks very much on mental health and sexuality as we yeah. saw in the um, unconventional means of economic survival how would you both describe the show outside of that? If someone was new to watching it or had heard about it but hadn't seen it yet, how would you describe it to lore them in?
4: I would say it's a show that really, that honestly and unapologetically depicts the black millennial experience.
2: Yeah, no, good definitely. One. I think, and I think all the characters, um, both ours and like, the, the main three and the auxiliary characters, you're they're, you're watching something that millennials go through, which is, learning both how to survive and how to thrive Mm -hmm. like they when they're surviving you're like they're just trying to figure stuff out in Mm -hmm. a big city and trying to be a little bit different from their parents but then when they actually are on top they can never sustain it because they also never learn to thrive and Mm -hmm. just to live and uh, I think that's something we've all Experience. experience on some yeah. level.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my question is, going into, so going into this, it was season two for you guys. Great. What was sort of, you kind of maybe already spoke to it a little bit, the most challenging thing about going into second season and how did the second season change you individually as creators and artists? Mm,
4: that's good. Uh, raising the stakes, uh, I think across the board, you know, it was a challenge. We came off a successful season one, but I knew we had to do better. We had to go bigger. And in going bigger, uh, in particular, as independent production means more work uh, for all of us, you know, across the board. Um, and so, I just continue to remind myself to rise to the occasion. Um, Vanessa and I talked about this today. I told you, yeah, I was, was going to say it, that we yeah, just talked about this. Today it was moments phone. where I literally said, "I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know where the money is going to come from." And so, there were a lot of question marks. Um, but we just had to continue to push forward. And I think how I've been changed, you know, as an artist, is I really realized my brilliance. You know this season. I think there have been times where I really questioned myself. I wondered, uh, you know, I, I had the dreams and I had the aspirations, and sometimes you do question God: Will I ever get there? Sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, you see yourself sure. uh, at a certain place, but you know, this season showed me that uh, everything that I thought I was, I am.
2: Yeah, I love it. Well, yeah, I, I can, I can definitely second that. Um, it's something, y'all. We literally had James and I on the phone for like an hour and a half today, and we had this conversation today, not even knowing we talk about it later. But also something that this season taught me was a different level of commitment.
4: Mm
2: In what regard? uh, Well, you know, the first season of Giants was almost, want to say it was almost experimental. Like, Mm -hmm. we weren't exactly sure what it was going to be. I didn't know anything it was going to be. James came to my house one night and was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm right. This show, I need you to be in it. And I was like, all right. Like, that's my best friend. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. (laughs) I'm just showing up. And so that was kind of what the first season of Giants was like. Mm -hmm. The second season was very intentional. Um, in preparation and writing, in scheduling and deciding character, it, it was just very, very intentional. Um, and like you said, because we're independent production, we're still doing it basically for no money, for yeah. with the same amount of time that we yeah, had before. Sure. But there was this level of commitment that we all had and had to continue to have even when we were worn out when we were on like month four and Mm -hmm. we were all just exhausted, which was we see this thing through to the finish line. We don't know what it's going to reap, but it doesn't matter. We give excellence at every step. Um, and that that shit was hard sometimes but that was kind of the beauty of, like you said of doing it with your best friend, doing it with people who have now become like family is when you didn't feel like doing it, you couldn't let them down Um, and so every day you just showed up and you gave the best that you could like I have a two and a half year old they just helped me mom in ways that I, like, the writer's room met at my house. My son goes to bed at 7.30. It met at 8. So I had enough time to put him down, get something to eat, and we met until like 11.30, 12. So I could still be part of that room. And it was just like, we were committed not only to the show, but to uh, to giving each other an opportunity to do our best work and to show the world what we were capable of doing. And I feel like, at the end what my therapist always says believe that good things can happen for yeah. you yeah. they did Great and it, things was, awesome. it was really interesting. And,
0: and I'm glad that you guys are doing what you do because I think this show is so important with where we're at right now like I was saying before um, but we have to unfortunately wrap but how do fans find out more about the show where can they find you on social media we'll start with you Vanessa
2: um, you can find me on uh, both Twitter and Instagram at v. kelly V-D-O-T-K-E-L-L-Y and um, on Facebook at Vanessa Bade and Kelly
4: you can find me at Jr Bland on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find the show at Giants the Series on all social media platforms. The show streams on Issa Rae's YouTube channel. You can binge season one and two. Or you can just go to Giants dot Courtney.
1: I'm not in giants. I'm everywhere on the <laughs> <our> social media. <laughs> all over the social media, at Stuart Starlet
4: You
0: can find me at Daryl Christian on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and on the Reels channel on Broken Famous. And if you guys are on a red carpet and BHL is there, please, please stop by stop me and we talk will definitely give you a short, a long interview. Thank you, all right? Thank you so much, and we'll see you all next week. Please.
3: Hollywood, Hollywood Redefined. Redefined.
0: The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or
3: its owner's or approach.